Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hito Box podcast. I'm your host Wes, and we are burning up through summer heat. We are officially right in the thick of that summer heat as it blazes across the world and really just drenches us in sweat constantly. But I'm here today to really recap all that amazing excitement from E3 that has been going on the last couple of weeks here and has pretty much wrapped up by now. So we're gonna go over a lot of that today. And as it is summer, all those summer deals are kicking off on Steam, Green Man Gaming, on your PlayStation, on your Xbox, anywhere and everywhere. Prime Day just happened, so there might be some lingering things still on there. You name it, it's probably got a sale. And I'm here to tell you some of the best ones. And I'll just warn you right now, as I always do, that check Green Man Gaming before you buy anything on Steam because they have a lot of the exact same games on sale and they have a better price for your Steam account. So please save that money and buy it on Green Man Gaming first. I bought hundreds of games on Green Man Gaming. It's completely safe. No worries about anything there. They're not like a sketchy website. We're going to give you fake keys. They do occasionally run out of keys to give you, so it'll be sold out. But I that's pretty rare to happen. It's really the only like majorly popular games that like sell out in a day. And then they'll get more keys within a day or two anyway, so it's not a huge deal. But do keep that in mind. And if you're ever just too hot, don't want to go outside, it's just death out there, and you don't feel like playing video games, definitely give VRV a checkout. It's a streaming service that is owned by Crunchyroll, which has got its uh, own streaming service as well in Crunchyroll. But for some reason, they have both of them. But you can get a free 30-day trial of VRV to watch a bunch of anime and random shows about things and stuff, I guess. Yeah. But the point of me telling you to check that out is that I'm a longtime customer of theirs, and I'm not sponsored by them. But getting 30 days free is great to watch unlimited anime Try to do the premium package if you're an adult over the age of 18, because then you can actually watch the content for that. Or just get the cheaper one if you don't really care. And the reason I am saying that, to follow that up, is you should check out the quintessential quintuplets. That is a mouthful to say, but that show is absolutely fantastic. I know it has nothing to do with gaming. But I'm just throwing it out there if you're bored on a really hot sunny day and you don't have access to water or a lake or a pool or something to cool you off in, besides a cold shower probably. But check that out. That is really good. Really popular in Japan. It's definitely worth your time. Check that out. Anyways, moving on to gaming. I know that's what you're here for. Um, E3. It happened. Wasn't that big. Uh, is really stretched out and elongated. So a lot of news just randomly broke when companies felt like talking about stuff. There still kind of was like a Nintendo Direct and Microsoft and now Bethesda as they're together now. 
all buddy-buddy there, did have their own conference that they got to feel all high and mighty about because they're like, oh, yeah, we had our own conference. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but Sony didn't participate. So you're kind of like winning the Losers Club here. But I'm not trying to be mean about anything Microsoft. I love a lot of their games. But it just seemed really tacky how they went about that. And they really tried to advertise like 30 games as unique to Xbox when like 28 out of 30 are multi-platform. Congrats to you on your nothing award. But anyways, the games themselves, let's go over that because there are a lot of good things and Nintendo had a lot of great things. Quite honestly, Nintendo might have stolen the show even though a lot of people will be like, oh, Microsoft did it. No, it was Nintendo. And one reason Nintendo did it, and the one that wins the entire thing, because we've been waiting for so long, is a 2D Metroid. I know they had the recent one that came out a few years back, Metroid Samus Returns. But this is a direct sequel in the series, Metroid Dread aka Metroid 5, which is a new entry, whereas the last game was a remake of an older game. It's great, and I know you might be a little confused, Metroid 5 or Metroid Dread, what's going on? Because I think everybody's waiting for Metroid Prime 4. They're kind of two different timelines in the same timeline. So that's super, super exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. It's a little bit different of a take on the game as it looks like you're being chased around by a killer robot, which is kind of interesting, unique. Although they basically did that with, I believe it was Metroid Fusion for part of the game. I might be wrong. It might be Metroid Zero Mission. It's been a while since I've played those games on the Game Boy Advance, I think it was. And you can only buy those digitally on the Wii U eShop. So if you have a Switch, you're out of luck, which is pretty ridiculous that we have to tell these companies, put the old great games on your digital storefronts so we can purchase them and play them because not everyone still has Game Boy Advance and those games are absolutely fantastic. And same with the Metroid Prime games. Why is there no Switch port for that yet? Come on, get that going. But anyways... Nintendo also announced a sequel to the surprising hit Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope is the name of the sequel. If you didn't play the first game, it's like a tactical game, uh, turn-based, that is a lot of fun in a charming Mario way that only he and his friends, family, whatever they are, can be. And include the charming cuteness of the rabbits and how they try to be the Mario characters. It's a lot of fun. All the animations of the characters and rabbits trying to traverse the terrain is just really cute and charming. It's a lot of fun. Too much fun all in one package. Play it. I'm guessing that a lot of people may have skipped it because it had the rabbits theme. And that's a little childish maybe, but again... And that's kind of Nintendo's thing, kind of aiming at children and to some degree adults at the same time, kind of like a Pixar movie. You can actually still get the original first game for the Nintendo Switch on sale. I think it's always been on sale. I think I mentioned this a few times in previous podcasts. 
It just seems kind of like stuck at that $50 mark, which is should be $10 off, but that might almost be its normal price at this point. But you can get that on Amazon, Best Buy, or whatever. The link is still active on our website, which previously I'd mentioned I thought would be dying and killed off, but it looks like I'm going to bring it back to life already. So don't worry about that. I was just kidding, okay? So that'll be back, and I'll put those deals and some new stuff on that later, right after the podcast. So check that out. If you're looking on your phone, just browse through that right at the top there, right at hitobox.com. So give that a look. And other Nintendo games, a huge one that I am super ecstatic about is the Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. A little bit of a mouthful. But it's taking those Nintendo DS games, Advance Wars 1 and 2, Black Hole Rising, back remaking them in modern day graphics and effects and animation for the Switch, which is super great. That'll look absolutely amazing if you check out the trailer already. It looks super cool, kind of like it's a mashup of like an anime for Advance Wars. It looks super cool. It is a turn-based strategy game, and you control. You can pick your character and their like theme for their armies, and they have a. Each character has a unique skill set power, and you can unleash that during battle. Advance Wars One is very basic because it has about half of the unit types as the sequel. I think the sequel really expanded on a lot of stuff and improved a lot of things. And it definitely ups the challenge of the first game. So we'll see what they do for as far as difficulty for the games. Because I remember the first one not being overly taxing most of the game. And the second one not too bad until about two-thirds of the way through the storyline at least. And of course there's multiplayer. I don't know if there will be multiplayer online. We'll see if they add that feature. But at least local multiplayer some sort of thing so we'll see how that turns out and that should be pretty sweet so that comes out later this year december 3rd so look forward to that on the switch another huge one that nintendo did happen to slip in there was breath of the wild 2 which i know a few people may be interested in just maybe so there's a trailer for that Check that out if you have not already. If you played the first one, there's a sequel. And some people have mentioned that it kind of has a weird Majora's Mask vibe to it. There is like a time-traveling, warping kind of feature in it. It has a lot of new powers and skills. So we'll see what happens there. I don't want to bring anyone down. I'm not overly enthused about it myself. But I know a lot of people will love it. So I'm not going to take it, take you down a notch. Enjoy it. Check out the trailer. I think you'll love it. Should be sweet. There's also the news about, well, it was already said, but Skyward Sword HD is getting a remaster slash port to the Switch. So you got that to look forward to. And there's also maybe rumored to be Wind Waker was also coming to the Switch and comboed or separately was Twilight Princess. So we'll see if those actually come or not. Again, 
take that with a grain of salt as I think Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3, like, collection was supposed to come to the Switch when the Switch came out, and we're still waiting for that, so we'll see. Wouldn't be shocking, at least Wind Waker is very easy to send over because they just did that for the Wii U a few years, five years back, I don't know, time goes by too fast. A ways back, let's put it that way. All right, moving right along, because I don't want to take up forever talking about E3. I know a lot of news you can see pretty quickly elsewhere. So let's just go right in. Outer Worlds 2 is coming out. And while I'm talking about Outer Worlds 2, there's a trailer for that that doesn't really show much at all. It's not gameplay. It's just a, hey, look, we know CG. It looks great. The trailer. On that note, the first game is on sale on Steam. However, don't buy it on Steam first. Buy it on Green Man Gaming because Steam has it for 20 bucks or so. Green Man Gaming, $16. Save a few bucks. Don't throw that money away. Save it, all right? I'm gonna tell you right now, I bought it on Green Man Gaming myself. So it's okay. Just buy it there instead, save your money. It's not hard, you just use the key that they give you after you purchase it, go to Steam, go to activate your code, put the code in, and it's right there. Easy peasy, no worries. All right, Outer Worlds 2, check. All right, next game is getting a sequel because we love sequel-itis in our video games. All right, A Plague's Tale Requiem. That's the name of the sequel to the first game, A Plague's Tale, which also on sale. Not a great, uh, unique sale for it on Green Man Gaming or Steam. So if you want to keep waiting, go for it. It's still a good price. It's definitely worth the money. If you're going to ask me personally, I would say it's definitely like a good $40 game that you're going to get for 20 bucks or under. So it's definitely worth it. It's a little different because it is very linear, but it is absolutely gorgeous. But if you have a fear of rats, okay? Yes, rats, and lots of them <laughs> do not get the game because there are a lot. That is the main theme of the game, are the rats and how they bring the plague upon everything and destroy everything. And you're trying to survive through a world that is dealing with the plague. That is the rats. So, if you don't like rats, don't play the game. But for everyone else, absolutely play the game. It's fantastic. I love the physics and mechanics they use with the rats. Very unique and interesting. And how they use them, almost like uh, in the movie World War Z, how they use the zombies as like an ant swarm. Kind of building colonies and stuff. They do that with the rats in this game. And it's very unique. Um, it is linear though, so you're going basically just through one path through the game, but the story is fantastic. The characters are super interesting, unique, and relatable. So those things will keep you going through more, mostly a linear storyline and gameplay. So definitely check that out if you can, if you have any interest in it. Again, it should be under 20 bucks on pretty much everything at this point. And since we're kind of talking about movies, I did mention World War Z, which, yeah, that's already like a thing. But um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy. That will be a video game. Um, not voiced by any of the main cast from the Marvel movies, but uh, it is its own unique storyline. And it has a wonderful trailer for you to check out that brings all the humor you know and love from the movies, but written for a long storyline for a game. So if you have any interest in playing a game in the universe of Guardians of the Galaxy, go take a look at that. I think a lot of people were really excited because the gameplay really looked like a lot of fun and really hits the characters exactly how you think they should be written and how the dialogue should go. And since we're talking about a movie, let's talk about another movie, Avatar. That's also a game as well. I'm not going to get too much into that because I think that's pretty self-explanatory. It's Avatar. Um, their goal, look pretty and be friend golly. I mean, what? Anyways, um, what else we got? Um, a quick thing. If you are interested in Scarlet Nexus, that is out and available right now. So go play that. There is a demo available for the game. So if you want to try before you buy, check that out. All right. Scarlet Nexus. Kind of like a... Eh, I'm not going to say a Souls-like game, which I hate using that phrase because it's such BS. You might as well just say it's like a, an NES-like game. It's very difficult and punishing. We get it. The Souls isn't unique to that. But anyways, tangent. Um... Check that out. Demo. Yep. It looks kind of like a anime meets Souls meets, uh, I don't know, open world RPG. Well, not RPG. Open world kind of action game. There we go. So give that a check out if you're interested at all. A game that was actually known about before E3. I think we did mention it a little bit before in a previous podcast was Tales of Arise which sounds weird when you say it. I think Tales of Arise sounds way cooler. Sounds way spunkier and sexier, maybe. Wrong word, maybe not sexy, but sounds way better. So I'm going to say Arise because it sounds more fun. But that got some more gameplay footage. And if you're into the Tales, uh, I would say series, but they're not technically related to each other sequentially. Kind of like Final Fantasy games, each one is kind of its individual own unique entry. But essentially, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Xylophonia, which I totally just made up. Anyways, those games, there's a lot of them. They're all great. Zestria, you name it. They're good stuff. Ariza, Ariza, what was I saying? Frieza? The new game is what we're talking about. That one has a lot of new gameplay footage for you to check out, new trailers. That looks great. Doesn't look like they're doing anything truly unique for the game, though. Just looks like, oh, it looks prettier because it's on a new system, PlayStation 5, whatever. So sure, the graphics are better, but it looks like it's identical to previous games as far as gameplay. A little disappointing they didn't push the envelope at all. Kind of like how Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart, I believe is the name of the game. It came out recently for the PS5. How that has actually tried to push the Ratchet and Clank games into the next generation and doing it pretty successfully. And if you can get that game, definitely check out that game too, because that's great. And if you like Ratchet and Clank, you should be right at home with that. It's funny, it's charming, 
It's a cute game. It's a lot of fun. Like a lot, a lot of fun. Get that one. If you do happen to have a PlayStation 5, you unicorn, lucky, bastardo. Anyways, moving on. What else we got? A lot of footage for Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Yep, a lot of footage on that. That looks absolutely fantastic, especially with all the like underwater stuff they showed. Um, the giant colossal beast that you'll be fighting. The elephants from Lord of the Rings basically in there. You name it. Looks pretty freaking amazing. I don't know how you can't like that game. Please let me know. If you don't like that game, please tell me why. Because it is so good. Well, you haven't played the second one, so you can't. Joke's on you. Ooh, an oldie that's getting a sequel. Because we love those sequels. All the time sequels. Sequels, sequels. For everything. Psychonauts 2. That trailer is mind trippy. And I love it. Love it, love it, love it. That looks great. If you did not play the first one, it's been out for like 20 years, I don't know, a very long time. And you can probably get that game for 99 cents or something ridiculous on Steam or whatever system of gaming you have. That game is super fun. You probably think it's really dated and kind of clunky now, but I would still recommend playing through that game just because you enter someone's mind and just... The creativity is off the wall. Running circles in your brain. There are literally levels in the game where you're on the ceiling, basically, walking around and you're spinning around. And who knows what direction? And it's really trippy. It's great. It's very, very unique game. If you're looking for something that is truly unique and different, Psychonauts, right there. I know some people might say the gameplay is not the most unique because it is just kind of a semi-open-world action beat-em-up kind of game, but the story and the visuals, the level design is so fabulous. And the writing, so witty. All the characters are so unique and lovable. It's great. And they're at a camp. They're at a kid's camp. How cool is that? Anyways, Psychonauts 2. Really sweet-looking trailer. Check that out. I'm saying check that out a lot. I'm kind of getting sick of check that out. I don't know. Look at whatever you want. <laughs> they all look great. All right, you guys are making me really tired of talking about upcoming games that literally two-thirds of them will be at the next E3. I'm not even joking because a lot of games are still a year or two off. There are a couple that are coming out this year and soon, so like that Zelda Skyward Sword Port, remaster, whatever you want to call it, that does come out next month, July 16th to be exact. And that concludes the portion where I'm going to talk about all the new games for E3, as there's a lot more that I did not mention, but I tried to highlight the really home run hits that we know will probably be good. There's a ton, a ton, a ton of indie games that I'm not going to go over because if I throw out a random name and describe it, it'll sound like a ton of other games. So it's not going to really be unique. Although there was this one like cow abduction game that sounded kind of interesting. I think you can check that one out on Steam. It had a punny name, I think. Besides that one, a lot of indie games. A lot of them are probably shovelware, but some of them might be good. Not going to get into those. 
but we are gonna get into the deals. So deals, I did mention kind of the home run hit a deal that you should get if you're at all interested was the Outer Worlds first one for 16 bucks on Green Man Gaming. It is on Steam as well for 20 bucks, but don't do that. We already talked about this. Don't do that. Buy it in Green Man Gaming. Um, it is the summer sale for a lot of things. PlayStation, Steam, all over the place. So check out deals on those storefronts if you can. I'll try going over a few good quality purchases if you are interested in the games. So let's get into those quickly. And then I think we'll be pretty much done for the day. And then, you know, you can just finish up and then play some games and watch some anime on VRV. Yeah, cool. All right. So one of my personal favorite games over the last five years was the remake of Resident Evil 2. You can get that in the third game on sale, Greenman Gaming, for a huge discount. Resident Evil 2 Remake, 14 bucks. Absolutely great. That's better than the price you'll find on Steam. And Resident Evil 3 for 17.42. That game got some hate, the remake at least of it, uh, for various reasons. I think we've talked about those in previous podcasts. If you want to check out the Resident Evil, I think it's called Reverse, that podcast. But I absolutely did love the Resident Evil 3 remake, even though it kind of cut short content that was in the original, like the clock tower portion of the game and some other things. But I really like what they did with Jill aesthetically and as far as her her persona and character in the game. I think they really nailed down that like hard ass kind of ripply, you know, alien kind of vibe for her character, make her really strong, but still be beautiful and and match her character's look and appearance from the original game in the series of Resident Evil 3 and before that. Not more like the Resident Evil 5 look where she has like blonde hair and looks nothing like Jill. I think they really nailed that for her character. And I know the Nemesis stuff, as far as the big bad guy who's supposed to follow you around everywhere, really was just one area in the beginning. And then it was just scripted set pieces, which sure was disappointing. But I really think they did a pretty good job if you kind of ignore what the previous game did. So I think that a lot of young gamers will be like, I didn't play the original Resident Evil 3. Are you kidding me? That looks like crap on the original PlayStation 1. Whoa, old. But I think the new one did a good enough job. It warrants playing through the game, especially if you want a game that basically ties into Resident Evil 2. It's at the same timeline, just different locales, and it ties into the RPD police department for a portion of the game. And you kind of see how these, you know, different characters kind of go different directions and through the city of Raccoon City. So if you are interested in those, check those out. Also, other Capcom games are on sale as well on Greenman Gaming for great discounts. If you're interested in Monster Hunter for Steam, that is on sale for 17 bucks, And the DLC, that's also on sale for like 21 or so, 22 so check that out, and there's more than what I'm talking about. Definitely check out all the games. 
I know it's pretty easy to just look at Steam and see the deals, but few that are worth mentioning. If you somehow have a VR and are lucky enough to play Half-Life Alex, that is on sale for its lowest price on Steam. You're not going to find that elsewhere because that is Valve's baby, you know, the Half-Life franchise. So you can get that for 36 bucks on Steam itself. Not going to find that anywhere else for any cheaper. So definitely check that out there. Persona 5 Strikers. That is a $40 game wherever you try to get it. I haven't seen it cheaper anywhere else. There might have been one or two random sales on the, at like Best Buy.com where it was like $30 for like a weekend or something. But for the most part, the lowest sale I ever see for that game is 40 bucks. Amazon, I'm pretty sure right now it's 40 bucks. Steam, 40 bucks. Green Man Gaming, 40 bucks. Wherever you want to buy it, 40 bucks. So if you're interested in that game, check that out there. Near Replicant is on sale as well, 45 I think that's pretty universal for most storefronts. Battlefield 5, 12 bucks, 12.50 I should say. Well, 12.49 if you want to be really smart ass about it and precise. Jeez, let it go. Uh, Avengers 23.99 on Steam. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is 16 bucks on Steam. That was a fantastic game from a company that sucks. So feel free to do what you want with that game. That game is great, though. It's definitely worth playing if you like Star Wars. It is very fun. There's challenges to be had there if you want to crank up the difficulty as far as you can go. Because you can really turn that up. And it can be punishing because it is kind of like a Souls game. Even though I hate saying that. They did try to emulate that kind of difficulty, but it does have easy and normal difficulties if that's not your thing. Whereas Souls games don't do that, you jerk holes. And I'm not going to get into that. I know everybody's like, oh, just get good. No, F you. People don't have time. Be an adult. You don't have time for that shit all the time. I want to just see the story, which Souls games like, that's convoluted story. So uh, if you can even call it a story. Anyways. Let's move on. Actually, move on. I think that's about it anyways. I think we covered most of what I wanted to cover. We did E3. We talked about some sales. Again, there are some lingering sales still for Prime Day. Probably not a lot. But there probably is a few things, at least, if you're looking for anything, even if it's not gaming-related. As always, feel free to head on over to our website at hitobox.com for all of your gaming news and best deals around the web. A lot of sales that I talked about today, if you want links to those, or just go on those storefronts and you'll find them pretty quickly, hopefully. Um, Green Man Gaming, always recommend Green Man Gaming. Uh, Not sponsored by them, even though I should be. No, just kidding. Yeah, that's all we got. Uh, Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to this podcast. Thank you for your support. Hope you all have a wonderful day and a fabulous weekend. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Heat the Box podcast.